0: It's Wake Up With KC, and today I have an interesting topic to talk about, numbers. What if there's a connection between numbers and us? And what do numbers actually mean? And how can they help us, guide us, and protect us? I have a special guest, Brother King Simon, who studies numbers, and he joins us today. Welcome, Brother King Simon. You know what? Uh, I've been waiting to say this all day. Yes, sir. Simon Says.
1: <laughs> yeah, I used to use that years ago. I used to use that years ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to say that to you all day today.
1: <laughs> That's funny, Casey. Yes, yes. I've been using that. You know, I love that. I used to love that when I was young. I even wrote a, a reggae song with that song, Simon Says, years ago.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, and, I to- you know... I uh, connected with you through an interview that you had with Billy Carson. Yes. And Great. you just blew my mind about your study of numbers in all aspects.
1: Right, of,
0: right. You know, in other places, in other countries that also studied numbers.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: So how did your journey begin? When did you discover this thing about numbers?
1: Well, you know, my journey began from um, my grandmother really, because she used to acknowledge birthdays a lot. She used to acknowledge birthdays and she always had a card for every season. You know, those big boxes of cards and and, uh, may she rest in peace. She was born on the 22nd of June and so she was already amassed the number without even her knowing the science of numbers, but she understood the importance of acknowledging people's birthdays. And so my grandmother, uh, who initials is law, L-A-W-S, uh, Lillian Alberto Walter Scotland, which numbers have a law behind it. So does astrology have laws behind it. Uh, and reflective of that law, she always used to she always used to acknowledge birthdays and always used to send myself or my sister or one of my cousins to the mailbox to drop these cards in the mailbox so it will get to their house at a certain time whether she was sending it to Canada, England, Jamaica. She always knew the time, she knew how long it will take and she would make sure she send out cards so it can be right there for the birthday or for the holiday season. So it was through my grandmother that that was the beginning start of it, you know. And, and of course my mother throwing birthday parties and my father throwing birthday parties mother father doing parties for me but um yeah that was how i began that that journey of understanding birthdays and its importance to tell you the truth
0: so after studying you know the birthday numbers and you know what does birthday numbers mean like how does it fall in, in into play in a part of who we are
1: well you know a lot of people, especially in the Western Hemisphere, are really study the Pythagorean system. Uh, but if you study the history of Pythagorean through various studies, you'll find that he got it from somewhere himself by delving, going back into uh, places like uh, Chaldea, or going to Egypt, or going to places like India, but he did leave Greece for a good 22 years, according to history, according to legend, and then came back and became the father of numbers. And that particular part of the study of numbers was hidden because he actually, you know, according to studies that he actually, they, they actually was actually persecuting him and his followers for even doing this type of science, you know, because of course, if it's, if it's, it's, if it's dealing with any religious or whatever control that that emperor of that time wanted to have, of course, they didn't want you to know and have knowledge of yourself. So especially through birthdays or days of birth or years or, or, or the name sequence. So I, I had to go there into the history, at, at least from Pythagoras for, uh, point of view and show people that this type of information was a secret science at one time because of the persecution that happened to the pythagoreans that was following Pythagoras according to uh dr talal according to P manly in his book and various others you know I've studied I've studied all uh, different types of people which all happen to either be of Indian descent or I've studied people that have been of European descent and they've always expressed that certain thing that happened to Pythagoras in his journey and really the system of the whole Pythagorean system came about through his followers. It kept on developing under uh, a, a mystical auspices and something secretive, you know, like a secret order, uh, because you know this type of mathematics, which is not psychic, and I like to tell people a lot of times that this is not psychic, is that because. Gallio, Isaac Newton, Pythagoras, all of the great ones, and even before them, because you know, Pythagoras and their followers understood that this knowledge came thousands of years before them and they will come thousands of years after them because numbers has been uh, sorted out as to be something that's able to uh, guide people as far as universally because the universe is mathematics, and since we're on earth in the universe, it just makes sense that. The mathematics is also connected to us, also. So in its development and growing stages, until what we have, the Pythagorean system, or you had the Chaldean, or the Chaldean that was before that, and then you had Samaria that did it. You had Egypt. You have Chinese. That the Hindus that did it. The importance of birthday, like I said, I had to set that premise for a reason, so people understand that this is an ancient science that comes from ancient people of antiquity. And the interpretation was discovered or built over the years through uh, uh, observing patterns, cycles, sequences in people's lives and in the, the situations that was going on in society at that time. So knowing your birthday or connecting your birthday or your name to the numbers can help to reveal a lot about that person, especially as far as talents, gifts, skills, uh, what their, their uh, energy or frequencies are connected to as far as people and individuals and family members, all of that, your challenges, your strongholds, your weaker holds, It you know, numbers have that uh, depth of, 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 of stuff that they, that it offers. But I tell everybody again, this is not psychic. It's just that it's a, it's an applied mathematics that is so profound and so pre- precise that it can give you that GPS guidance. It can give you that, that guidance that will help you to be in the right place at the right time, like one of my teachers would say, Lloyd Strayhorn, be in the right place at the right time, you know? So it's a beautiful thing if people decide to study for themselves. And it, it is one of the most easiest uh, metaphysics systems to study also, you know?
0: Wow. And I know you have several books, which if yes. anybody would like to, uh, you know, look more into the study of numbers, can you share yes. with the audience about that book?
1: Oh, sure. Um, I, f- I have four books, actually. Uh, My first book that I wrote that was like my coming out was um, No Promotion is Bad Promotion. All publicity is good publicity. Just spell my name right. Very good book because it talks about promoting yourself from a a low level to a high level and whatever you want to do. I even talk about how to get sponsorships and all that, the things that I used to do on radio and for shows and clubs, and I used to be an MC. And also I break down the numbers of why I was attracted to that in certain parts of this book. Just to start on my numerology journey, this was one of those books that started me on to the writing aspects of things. And then the first numerology book that I came out with, uh, Casey. And I want to tell your audience right now we are uh, ranked amongst the 100 uh, uh, best numerology books in the world right now. This book is the. Wow. Congratulations. thank Thank you. I'm number 30 on the list. My teacher, one of my teachers, Lloyd Strahan, because he's been in it for like years, he's been in it since the 80s. His book is number eight. His first book is number eight, and his second book is thirty-two, right after mine's. But mine's is number thirty on a, a amongst, and this is this is due to requests. This is due to the uh, the uh, the, um, the scientists or the people that did this count, the algorithmic uh, count, actually actually was looking at the algorithms of how the book is requested, how many they sold, and all that. And mine's ranked number thirty amongst a hundred. So yeah, this this particular book right here. Numbers are simple. People are complicated.
0: I, I would agree with that. That's a great title.
1: <laughs> and then the, sec- the second numerology book or the third book in really, but the second numerology this book, this one is called Numbers Are Simple, Our Children's Health is Important. Relating to how numbers can reveal possible health ailments that can be attracted to you if you're not, not willing to look at certain things or, or at least take precautions. You know, my grandmother used to say prevention is better than cure. You know, we all know the saying is really one ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. So that's that's what this book is all about. And then my last and well, not my last, but my my fourth book, because I'm gonna write six more, so it'll be ten all together, is this one called Numerovation for Mental Stability, a numerovational guide. To recognizing mental instability and staying motivated, Casey. So, and I wrote that in the time of what we call the the pandemic or the reset. I like to say reset. I really don't want to call it anything else than that because, like Les Brown, one of my teachers said. Uh, one of my judges says. He says. He said. Um. You know, sometimes a setback is a setup for a comeback. And we can definitely know from 2019 into 2000 through 2020, it's been a setback. But it is a setup for a comeback, and I see it all in the mathematics. Also, if we take care of our health and maintain balance, you know. So yes, but thank you. Those are the four books. <laughs>
0: and I like what you said. You know, it's a it's a setback to set yourself up for a, for comeback. a comeback.
1: Comeback. That's and Les Brown. Les Brown said that. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, with my perspective being intuitive, it was like. It was the universe mm. coming in and creating chaos mm. in order for you to pause and step back.
1: Yes. Yes. And we
0: evaluate. Yes. And like because we've been so programmed to be busy, 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 busy on the go, on the go, and not you know and, and being something that we're not. Yes it gave us an opportunity to well wait a minute I didn't really like my job anyway what can I do now you know I was not fulfilled I was not happy what can I do now it's the reinvention that's what the reinvention phase reinventing yourself
1: and and I want to share with your audience Casey and uh thank you again for allowing me to be on your show um you know, KC in the morning, or it's KC in the morning, right? Or it's wake, no, up, wake with up
0: with KC. wake up with KC. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up,
1: wake <laughs> up. What's so interesting about that whole situation is that, you know, when you study the numbers of those particular years that we, because although people call it COVID-19, it really got its strength in 2020. That's where the strength of it came in. And which was ironic, as my teacher was explaining to me, The number four is one of the malefic or one of the challenge numbers for China. And apparently it started in Wuhan, China. So it turned up in Wuhan in 2020. It was discovered in 2013 in the last September, October, November, December months, which in numerology, that's the sneak peek months of what's to come in the year that's coming. So really, they was already feeling the effects of 2020, which adds up to 40, which is a four, and four is one of their dangerous or their challenge numbers. I can't make this stuff up in numerology. Wow, that's just that's just showing you patterns again and cycles. And 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 my teacher he he went to he went to uh, China, and he says bikes used to be stolen a lot because a lot of them re- ride bikes because there's so many people. So riding bike is easier to get around to riding bicycles because there's so many people on the road. But he said he had a friend of a friend that had a bicycle that used to get their bicycle stolen a lot. So this time they decided to put the number four on the bike with some crossbones and nobody troubled the the bike because China knows that that four is a dangerous number or what we say is a challenge or a malefic number to them. So all the Chinese know that four is not one of their favorable numbers. (laughs) So they knew they knew how to stop the the robbery. (laughs) Hey, can use heard. the numbers to your advantage. <laughs> hey, hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we as numerologists or I as a numero veda do. Show people how to use the numbers as an advantage to them, instead of it being a disadvantage, because again, once you know and understand your pattern cycles and sequence through the applied mathematics of numerology, which only means the study of numbers, that's all it means. So every aspect and study and every form of applied mathematics and any level is numerology. That's all it is. You just need to know how to use it on a spiritual perspective from a numerology perspective or you're using it on a physical perspective, which is mathematics, geometry, algebra and all the rest of them. So everything has a spiritual and physical component. You just have to learn how to apply it and use it for the best for yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's And that's what we're here to do to help people do that.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I thank you so much for doing what you do. You and Mr. Lloyd and you said about the spiritual aspect and the physical yes. aspect yes my understanding let's go back to you know sumerian
1: yes. times
0: yes. egyptian times yes. they used mathematics
1: yes they did
0: and yes. i question well how did they come up with that there had to been someone guiding them giving them that knowledge that was very highly evolved
1: well, you know, you got to think about this. You know, even Billy and I spoke about it, that the people that are, we are considered highly involved or unidentified are our ancestors that has gone to another level. But you remember, if you go by history and, um, and chronology and arche- archaeological uh, studies, you'll find that it was also done by observation, especially the Dogons, because the Dogons was mapping out the universe even before telescopes. Yes. People are thinking about that. You know, the Dogas had it laid out, you know what I'm saying? And the Sumerians, all of these guys, and uh, the Chaldeans, all of them was the magis of history. The male and the females were the magis or the oracles of history that were able to tap into their dream world or tap into that spiritual recording and bring it down. Even even in the study of numbers and cycles and patterns, you know, one of my teachers, uh, Brother Kaba Hiawatha they always says... What would be the reason for a man to really do deal with numbers or counting? You really wouldn't have no really, but no reason for that. but a woman needs it because they used to count their cycles. Of, of 28 days or whatever amount of days for their menstrual cycle and all that so a woman would have to realize that this was coming down or what was going on through their system and that's why he would connect it more with the women but i would I, i'm more of the of the of the of, of the, the stance that both of them had to learn patterns and cycles and sequences because we kept on seeing the sun and the moon. Coming up and down, or oh, we kept on seeing the appearance of the sun and the moon at night and the stars and all that. So we had to start observing because remember, a true scientist is really looking to observe and looking for the repeatable and looking for what's measurable and then it's be, then it becomes teachable. So that's why we are observing things, even when you had to feed your children or feed, the, you know, even uh, uh, um, in the rural areas where probably they didn't have to do any real counting to a certain degree, but they didn't understand the numbers. Even when they're attacked by animals or bulls or, uh, or, or wild, wild boars out there, your mind already computes if you're being attacked by one or three or five of them naturally your mind compute now you got to know how to set up or deal with the circumstance and so your mind is already computing this for those that live in rural areas that might have not done the counting system but As I keep on studying and studying over and over again, they also had a counting system. They also had a a system of recognizing patterns in their own way. It may not be as advanced as now or as, as it developed over the years through Egypt and then going to Greece and Rome and all these places, but they had their systems also, and so they had their own intelligence. That's why I tell people about consciousness. Every animal came with their program and their consciousness. So to claim some type of conscious community, all of us are conscious as long as we came into this realm through a feminine womb and through a, you know, we are conscious. This is a conscious. I see cockroaches try to get away from the kill all the time. So, <laughs> of what's going on. They, they, they feel it, they sense it, they sense it what's going on. They, they throw their antennas up there and I observed them too. I used to observe them in this old house that I had and this old place that I used to live in. And I used to observe them and you can stop, they'll stop and they're feeling their antennas to feel your energy. So they're conscious. Ants, cockroaches, bees, all of them are conscious. They are for their particular programming and we got to respect that's what the matrix was talking about in that movie the first one programming
0: <laughs> oh that is fascinating i didn't realize and i don't like cockroaches i'm sorry you're dying <laughs> I just I that, ooh, I had one fly in my air one time. Yeah, it, it, that. I was like, you're gone. <laughs> if I see you, you're gone.
1: In Jamaica where what? my parents are from.
0: I transmute Jamaica, your soul to another place.
1: In Jamaica where my parents are from, they're big and they fly. So uh, you know, I remember that when I was young, just watching them do their thing. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! Just, it, just the thought of it, it just cringes me. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's okay. But it's now that I see, I'm gonna observe first before I send it to another place. <laughs>
1: yeah, you should observe them. They'll stop when you come in the room. They stop. Oh yeah, they're watching, and they and you see the antenna goes like this. They start feeling the energy of the room. They pick up on things. Wow. I, look, if. If we were in certain ancient times, they'd probably be this big. Let's say go back towards quote unquote dinosaur time. They're probably this big. Let's be real. These are little uh, these are little uh hybrids compared to the ones that's in the that. <laughs>
0: I God they're small because you might somewhat that big. I would be like, get a gun. we exactly. <laughs> getting the raid.
1: Get the there was no raid back in those days. You got to kill it. You had to kill it. I know we're off topic. Sorry, audience. We're off topic. <laughs> but I'm talking about consciousness.
0: <laughs> Ooh, consciousness to cockroaches. There's a connection. <laughs>
1: You're yeah, funny. <laughs> yes, 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 oh, Casey. So that, that, oh yeah. My that gosh.
0: <laughs> but, you know, speaking of consciousness, would yes. you agree? And it'd be safe to say, mm-hmm. you know, we're spiritual beings, sexual beings inside mm-hmm. of a human being.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right. No. And no.
0: we are all, it's like energy, you know, when we are in our soul, spiritual form. Right. And we, had a conceptual knowing Mm -hmm. and knowing everything that we've done in the soul form from past lives and and past experiences. Mm -hmm. And then we decide, okay, I want to come in. Right. We choose our parents. I want to experience this. Mm -hmm. And then when the stars were aligned at here, I want to be born on this day at this year, this month at this time.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: It was all like pre-planned with this greater intelligence, divine source, whatever you want to call it. Right. We are creators. Yes. And the numbers are just the tools to help us remember.
1: Very good. Very good.
0: And guide us along our journey, our purpose, and our path.
1: That is absolutely right. I couldn't have said it any better, man. I could oh. not have said it any better. You did a great job. I mean that's why you're a master number. See that eleven that you're born under tells me that you see what other people don't see, and that's the type of deep insight that master numbers eleven have. Like uh, people like uh, Taraji P. Henderson, born the same day you're born. Um, people like uh, uh, a reggae artist Elephant Man, born the same you, but same day you're born also. But in his in his in his defense. When reggae was going down the dance hall, reggae was going down the gunway, he decided to turn it around and turn it back into dancing and having fun. So he created all of these dance trends and he's born the same day you're born.
0: I did not even know that.
1: And yeah, that's a reggae. That's a reggae artist, a dance hall reggae artist that he's seen the trends of people getting shot and killed. And because he was able to see what others didn't see, he started creating dance music for people to dance and creating all these dance ha- steps. If you study Elephant Man, the dancehall artist, he's born September the 11th, the same day you're born. And that is that, matter, that that master number of insight. And he was able to flip a lot of the dancing, a lot of the gunplay and the killing because he's seen people was dying. A lot of dance hall artists or people were shooting and getting killed or going to jail for murder in Jamaica. And then he said, Let me flip it and let's bring back the dance and the fun in the clubs again to, you know, to throw that off, you know?
0: Well, bless him because I love reggae.
1: Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I've worked with him before. Good guy. You know? I but hear I that reggae
0: music going and then my body starts moving. You yeah, can't I, used move to
1: be, it. I used to be a reggae artist back in the day. Yes, I did that.
0: <laughs> but then numbers are connected with music.
1: Exactly. That's right
0: the timing, the tempo.
1: Remember, it's just seven notes that creates all this type of music, any type of music, just seven notes. According to the the, the musical scale, creating Beethoven's, uh, creating Bach, creating reggae, R&B, whatever, it's just seven notes and just that, that created multiple different sounds and music. Beautiful, it's a beautiful thing.
0: And it connects us with our now I understand about chakras, right? Because we have chakras and each one holds a note and yeah. seven notes.
1: Yes, right, that's right, right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So when you hear certain music, it also affects our chakras.
1: Yes. It absolutely. either
0: can start blocking our chakras or get mm-hmm. our chakras moving.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Well, I always listen to that good vibe kind of sound with the music because I want my chakras working.
1: <laughs> yes, it's important. You know, I know they have done studies where you can be watering a plant and playing bad music and the plant dies, but you could be watering and, and nurturing a plant and play good music and it flourishes. So, yeah. yes, not only with sound and music and and of course the nurturing of the plant, but it depends on what you are feeding. Even people, because plants are living. That's why I hug trees. I, I when even before I climb them, I will hug them. Even before I train martial arts on them, I will hug them and let them know this is what I'm going to do, because they're they they, they uh, uh, a great teacher in New York uh, from Sundial uh, Sundial Herbal Spot he used to take people on walks. And then Sister Tioma and uh, Sister yendez they used to take people on walks and they'll tell you to caress the plant, really talk to them before you even think about pulling them. Because just like a child, if you grab a child from a crib, they'll shake too. The, the plant is, ex, is, is, is experiencing that same thing. So you gotta be very mindful of how you deal with plants and you know and and that that's a very that was very interesting to me because it showed me uh not just to be empathetic but to be sim uh uh sensitive to other things when you're dealing with plants and the ground and the earth and all that so that's you know again family we're off that we're off topic over here though wake up with no
0: (laughs) but that's that's you know showing compassion
1: you know because we're
0: all connected
1: right right we're connected, just like
0: we're connected with the numbers now You mentioned about the the positive and the negative, you know, dealing with numbers. Right. Mm -hmm. Would it be safe to say it's not like the negative, Mm -hmm. but it's information to help you when, you know, I call them, you know, challenges or opportunities. Right. That are going to test how you deal with
1: possible
0: mm. so-called challenges.
1: Right, right, right.
0: It's still a tool to help you learn, understand, grow, and evolve. Would that be a better way of saying about, you know, some people only say, oh, well, I like the positive, but they forget about the right negative aspect, which is also a tool to help you for the right. possible right. hurdles, Obstacles exactly. or challenges.
1: Exactly. No, you're absolutely right, Casey. Because what people don't realize that positive and negative energy is not is the same energy on two different two different uh, extremes. And the energy is not negative. It's a balance. It's just when we identify it in the human form. Because of trials, tribulations, and circumstances around the world, we've seen what we call negative, which would probably can be called a lesson for that person, something for them to learn from. You know, okay, let's say people have gotten molested. What did you learn from the molestation that you make sure it don't happen again to turn it into a blessing? And what did that person go through before they molested you? Did they get molested? And is the cycle continuing?
0: Thank you. So, I totally understand that. Yeah. You're speaking my language. I know that experience.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I but, yeah. didn't
0: understand. It. And would you agree, like when you're young, of course you're not going to understand.
1: Oh, no. I would definitely agree because I went through it from a torturous point of view because my two girl cousins, They tried to, because I was young and I ate their food, they tortured me, stripped me naked and swing me around and did all the torturous stuff. And when we actually confronted that later on in life, come to find out they went through molestation and hurt by men. So, cycle continued, whether it was malicious or it was just a torturous thing to say, don't eat my food, don't touch my food again. But because I was a boy in the same family of the men that probably touched them, they treated me and had, oh, because they were teenagers, I was just eight, nine years old. So, I, you know, I, you know, I publicly said this already and I've talked to them already. We still love each other, but now I understand, you know, hurt people hurts people, but healed people can heal people. And it's time to do the healing. That's what I'm working for, the healing.
0: Same here, because yep. I, you know, was sexually molested by a religious mm. man, and then I was raped by a drunk that threatened to wow. commit suicide. Wow. And wow. I was, you know, a teenager at that time.
1: Yes. You yes.
0: know, so one, it's psychologically, there's trauma, yes, energetic trauma, <laughs> mental, psychological emotional trauma
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that if you don't understand how to cope or deal with, mm-hmm. you go through vices to numb yeah. yourself so you don't have to deal with it. And it, yes. eventually it's like a, a spiral downhill and then yeah. you wind up hitting rock bottom.
1: That's then,
0: right. You know, our aha awakening moments, mm-hmm. uh,
1: and I mentioned that in my book. I mentioned that in the motivation for mental stability because and I mentioned all the different therapies to keep people balanced, whether it's whether it's dealing with crystal therapy, birthstone therapy, ar- aromatherapy, all the different therapies I mentioned, and I know there's more dance therapy, sex therapy, all of that is there, you know, from tantra, all of that. And I talk about it and give recommended reading in the back of all my books. I always have recommended reading to let people know I don't know it all. And I'm not going to claim that I know it all. I study, I research, and it's always good to give a man or woman their props. Always. And I was taught that to by mm-hmm. various teachers, various of my teachers. Always be willing to give somebody the prop, even if you mention them in a book that you write. There's nothing wrong with that, because sometimes we compartmentalize a lot of this trauma, and I have found, from my perspective of studying numerology, that there's certain numbers that that attracts that trauma too, attracts se- 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 uh, sexual trauma, attracts mental trauma, it attracts different types of creativity trauma. If you lack creativity, there's certain numbers that can attract that, you know, because again, you have duality here. And if people are not willing to overcome or work towards overcome, like I was telling you earlier uh, in in our session, I told you about people got to be willing to put in the work if they want to overcome these various things that they've gone through, whether it's from mom or dad. When reading the book, and I told you about this book called, um, uh, what you call it, Dodging Energy Vampires. Yes. She, She says specifically in the book, that there is trauma that is passed on from family members in your ancestry, she talks about in the
0: book. And you know what? I I, I want to even touch base on this since you brought it up because yeah, I feel it intuitively. I get I'm getting goosebumps and mm. I'm getting hit. <laughs> Good. Now this is coming from a neuroscience energetic. I talk no. about emotional energetic traumas. Right, now, right. This is the fascinating part. Because yes. I love history.
1: Yes.
0: And when you ask a question, you question everything. And that's how my journey began. Right. So right. those traumas that you know come from the parents, and it's emotional energetic energy. Now think about this. The woman is the one that carries the baby.
1: Yes. So right.
0: then whatever she's experiencing, whatever she is feeling, mm-hmm. that unborn child is experiencing it too, but has no idea.
1: That's right, and but, it's like uh, energy. But, but to go a step further, uh, one of the late great holistic teachers, Dr. Africa, said, "Because both men and women are part of that, whatever's in that spe- that sperm of that man is also bringing forth trauma to the child too, and from the ovum of the woman." Mm-hmm. And we that's a holistic perspective, because and I'm gonna give you an account, and I wrote about it in my book and it's going to be in my autobiography uh, when the late bell rang, but I wrote about it in the numeral for mental stability. I remember thinking about taking my life three times in my life. And the last time that it happened, and every time Casey, you know, every time Casey and I want the audience to know, there was always some type of intervention that happened. But when I finally recognized that it was in the blood is when I called my father and he said, Yo, that's what your great-grandfather did, took his life over a woman. And he did do it. He accomplished it on my father's side. Wow. And what's so interesting, when I went to his numbers, I never knew his birthday. My father couldn't remember his birthday, but his name, Claude, in one of the systems of numerology, added up to 22, which is a number four, and four is the number of suicide or mental health. So he... Born, I, he, I didn't know his birthday, but his name told me a lot. Never, I never knew him because I only knew him since I was a little child. I remember, I, I remember seeing him. I see myself in pictures when I was a little baby, young person. But I, he, because he took his life, I never got to meet him. But his name revealed so much when I found. Although it was a master number, but he went towards the lower frequency of the negative of the number four because the positive of the four. And I want to let the people know that these are the dualities. Although. Uh, in, in my book, Numerovation for Mental Stability, it depicts certain numbers that can draw mental uh, instability to you. The positive on the other side, I give you both sides so you understand to manage, manage your weaknesses and strengthen your strength. So my grandfather, my great grandfather didn't manage his weakness <sighs> and then took his own life by hanging himself. And that last time that I thought about killing my taking my own life, that's what I was going to do. Hang myself. And my, and when I talked to my father, like a week or two later, he told me my grand my great grandfather did. I can't. Wow. Make this, this I the, got oh.
0: goosebumps. You telling me this? Oh. it's
1: real talk. But, but the, yeah, go ahead.
0: But here's the thing: I, being a history geek, and looking at the years and time periods of all the wars, yeah, the depression, the um. Epidemics of diseases and whatnot. How Mm -hmm. even going back in time, I see the cycles still repeating. And look at where we are today. And I'm like, people, wake up! It doesn't Mm. matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter what politics you're into. Wake up, because this energy is passing on, and I have grandchildren. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the future generation. Hmm. And I'm holding all of us responsible. We are responsible. If we don't do something now, what are we setting our future generations? We need to think about our future generations now. Yes. What can we do now? Heal. Wake up to the pattern, the cycles, that energy. We could destroy that negative energy.
1: Mm. Or put it in check. Put it in check because, remember, negativity ain't going nowhere. That's true. (laughs) Putting it in check because it's energy and energy can't be created or destroyed. Remember, that's the You You can can change change the energy. You can change the energy and redirect it to where it got to go to serve its greater purpose. Because even in the light bulb, there's positive and negative that created this light. So we need the the boat. is just how we use it in human form, and how we need to flip our mindset because it's all in the mind. And like 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 um like the Kabbalion always says, "All is mind, and the and the universe is mental." It's the truth. All is mind, and the universe is mental. <laughs> you know. So if that's the case, and I got the Kabbalah right here, and I keep all these books around me, you know, because I study a lot. It's, it's, it's how we apply the information. Again, like I said earlier, uh, and it was, it was a quote actually from a preacher that I, le- I, I listened to at church, because I get information from everywhere, and I take what I need to help me become better. I don't care what religion you are. I care what color you are. I take what I need to make me a better human being so I can be helpful to the betterment of humanity in general. But like he said, manage your weaknesses and strengthen your strength. Manage your weaknesses and strengthen your strength. Where there's a poison in the area, in nature, there's always a cure about five to ten feet around. Where there's solutions, where there's a problem, the solution is right there in the mirror when you're looking at it. You know what I'm saying? If you got a problem, then you're the solution to that problem. Yep. <laughs> love I it. totally get I love it, dude. It. Loving it. I love this interview. Thank you, Casey. Thank you very much.
0: I, I, this is what I, I love talking about. And I yeah. love meeting fascinating, brilliant, beautiful yeah. souls, because I feel like, honestly, we're having sex, synergistic <laughs> energy exchange, just exactly. on a whole level.
1: Right, and exactly. it just
0: lights me up. And I just, that, the energy and the intentions that I even do through this show, someone's getting it. Someone's being transformed. <clears throat> Someone is awakening. And it's a healing. I'm just putting that energy out there.
1: Exactly. No, that's what you, I mean, that's what you came here as far as one of your superpowers to do according to your numbers is to heal and give people insight because that, like I said, that 11 is the number of spiritual teachers, but because it adds up to the two, that's also the sensitive healer also, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a double 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 whammy right there—that you get you get all of that assertive and spiritual insight, but also with your insight, you're supposed to heal and guide and teach. You know, that's Whoa, where we're...
0: I'm getting woo
1: hit. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> woo!
0: <laughs> and I also, like, uh, I guess like a vortex or something
1: mm-hmm.
0: a, a few years ago started mm-hmm. happening to where I started channeling.
1: Mm.
0: and it was intense mm. and it was in a language I like there's different ones I have some recordings of some, mm-hmm. but they change from masculine to feminine, and it's a foreign ancient language mm-hmm. that's as far as far as I've gotten to it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay there's a connection to this I'm Experiencing it now because I'll probably be doing it more later, but I'll have a better understanding right. of it.
1: Right, right.
0: But it's it's mind blowing.
1: You know, uh, a, a, a teacher of mine's uh, of, of ours years ago named Dr. Delbert Blair. Because the you know these cycles go through twenty six thousand years processions and all that type of stuff um he was stating that you know that we more than likely will experience every type of human life as the same energy whether we're black white indian crippled blind whatever we're going through we're more likely going to experience all those different that being male female all of that so you never know what you're tapping into because of the, the, the bloodline that you have in your DNA, what you're tapping, because you can tap into all of your ancestors. And let's say you're only going back 400 years. You can tap into those ancestors too. even a thousand years. You can tap because it's all still part of your bloodline, you know, and Dr. Blair and people like Kaba Khamenei used to break that down metaphysically. Uh, Bobby Hemmett, Phil Valentine, a lot of great ones. Um, I've even I've even heard David Ike speak on it and different people. You know, so it's, you know, again, studying and finding that common thread is very, some could be very extreme, some could be right there with you. But it's always examining that common thread and riding that thread to find out where you fit in or what lane you're willing to stay in. Because I like to stay in my lane. I don't even try to, you know, say I know it all and all that. I've studied a lot, but I stay in the numerology lane because it's been helpful to me. It's been helpful to others because when I see people enjoy what I do, I feel that because like like Ian LeVanzant always says, sometimes we. Teach what we need to know or learn ourselves. So sometimes it just comes and flow out of me. You know what I'm saying? And right. I needed to learn that lesson myself. <laughs> I needed to learn the lesson.
0: <laughs> well, I know I'm not afraid of them. Yes. They, they. It's like messages that I get downloaded, and when they come in and I channel, it's like they take over my body and they're they're speaking.
1: That's right. Let them speak
0: and i like let them but then it's like can i get a time out that the their frequencies are so higher than what my body and i'll take it to my like till i can't take it no more because yeah. i want them to whatever message that they have to help i'll mm. sit there and take and until the finally i'm like can i get a time out it's like you guys just freaking frequencies like really get to this human body and i just need a be able to breathe,
1: <laughs> right, right? Right, I understand so,
0: and I know that numbers are a key role. Yes, numbers are even like we have a misconception about numbers,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Okay, uh, understanding, uh, I do believe is um Fibonacci,
1: Tesla. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: The 333, the 369, that's a formula. Even the 666, which there's a misconception about the 666.
1: Of course. Mm -hmm.
0: And from my understanding, please correct me if I'm wrong, the 666 is something that's already within us and a part of our DNA. Right. And that is, and it's very key. Right. So it's not what we thought was so-called, like the beast or anything. No, it's something that was already within us from the beginning of our creation.
1: Right, right, right. Neutrons, protons, and electrons. And they there's have-
0: mathematics in that that lead <laughs> up to the six six six.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it gets you know, you know, like 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 Pythagoras said, all is numbers. And like um, Henrik Cornelius said, uh, numbers are at the root and the base of all things. Yes, because how
0: many bones we have in our body? How many mm-hmm. teeth we have in, and right. how many um, meridians?
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: different meridians with us.
1: Right, right. There's a, there's a multitude. I mean, that's why I tell people numbers are infinite because you could, you could, you could start. From a from birth and start counting and then died and come back through another womb and still be counting and numbers will still be there counting, <laughs> you still be counting, you know. Regardless, you know. What I'm saying? I used to count my steps years ago. I used to walk from one place to another. Sometimes it's ten thousand steps, twenty thousand steps just to learn how to walk majestically as I was younger. We used to, me, me and my cousin used to practice that. And it gets it get monotonous because you're trying to keep up with the thousands going up to 5,000, 5,000, 1, 5,000. And it got really, cause we didn't have no calendars back in the eighties. We were just doing it in our head. Right. <laughs> so, so let me but,
0: ask you something since you did all that walking, and everything, did you avoid stepping on the crack on the sidewalk?
1: No, I didn't avoid that, but we was taught about those step on the crack and break your back, all that craziness, all the You know, you know, Stevie Wonder so so, so sung a song about superstitions. So, uh-huh. so you know, uh, you know that. So, I, I after a while, after you start getting knowledge of of, of self and knowledge of. Things around you and knowledge of the universe, you get over that kind of stuff. You you try to break oh, that.
0: down I know, up. but it was like, fun at the time. was
1: funny. <laughs> you know, walking on the ladders and all that kind all that kind of stuff. I was like, <laughs> I, and I start cry, I start stepping on cracks purposely. I start walking on <laughs> the ladder to show people. I let black cats come in front of me, and what? Because a uh, uh, a person from uh, in Georgia said uh, that I may be a cat whisperer because every time I step into her house, the cats come and surround me. Mm-hmm. Every time I go into a house, oh, and she has an Egyptian ball cat. She had all of that going on. And then one time, Casey, I was in Miami on Miami Beach, and I was going to the beach for a moon ritual. And uh-huh. there was a couple coming from the beach entrance to say, "Brother, you don't want to come go there. There's a whole bunch of cat, like thirty to fifty cats over there that that's uh, that's blocking the entrance." And I said, <laughs> "And I said, I said I'm all right." And when I walk and they seen me, they open up the path and let me through. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Look, I came here to do some work. I looked at them. I said, Look, I came to do some work. And they opened up the path. Meow, meow, meow and they started running. And they just they didn't go too far. They didn't run far. They just opened up the path and let me through. And they closed back up and started doing their thing again. And I went on the beach just to do my moon meditation.
0: Wow, I love the connection with animals too oh,
1: yeah. Even and with the numbers the the, the the word cat in the um let me see see that's three four uh yeah in the Chaldean system adds up to the number eight and eight is an old soul energy. It's an energy of infinite infinite knowledge and wisdom. So cats come from that energy. Once you pay attention to that, the numbers also connected to words and how they spell. That's what tells me that the lexicon uh, producers studied numerology or gematria or Kabbalah. It lets me know that, you know, that there is something about the words that we put from etymology and all that. They study the numbers because remember, numerology is the only system that can transpose letters into numbers whether you're using Demetria or Chaldean or Pythagorean or Nigerian or Chinese or Japanese, that's what they do. You know, ab jab, all of that. So, wow. A beautiful thing. <laughs>
0: it is. And since you mentioned about cats, I understand this from the healing aspects. Yes. The vibration from the cat purring, if a cat yes. comes onto you
1: and just yes. lies
0: down yes. and you, you feel that, it's a healing process yes. that's taking place. And cats know this.
1: Yeah, and their tone, because they'll just be. Yeah. I used to have it. My cousin used to have four cats that every time I come to Canada, she'll they'll come and lay around me. Even from I was young. Now, this is when I was young. They'll just come and lay around me. My cousin, she'd tell me, she said, you don't remember that? I said, yeah, I remember slightly because her cats, those cats died and she got new cats now. But yes, I remember them coming around me and chilling with me, Sheba and all the rest of those cats, Brooklyn and Manhattan. That's what she called the cats, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Sheba, you know, <laughs> you know, so they used to come around me as I was sleeping on the couch. They'll come around me. And I'm a person that sleep like I'm a, like I'm a, like I'm a mummy. I'm like this and I don't move, I'm just like that. And uh, I keep my space, I stay in my lane.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> you
1: stay in your lane. I stay in my lane. <laughs> Even when you're sleeping. Even when I'm sleeping, unless I'm alone, and in the, especially if I'm in the bed with somebody, I'll stay in my lane. I'll stay in my lane, because I know, you know, some, some women like to just throw their legs all over the place. I'll stay in my lane. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh that's too funny (laughs) i like you know what i i've been wanting to know about this number 13.
1: oh great number wonderful number
0: it's my favorite number and everyone's like oh friday the 13th that's like a bad number and all this misconception there's no 13th floor on on any tower building i'm like why like that doesn't make sense it's just a number and it's a good thing not a bad thing
1: it's multiple reasons why they did. You also got to remember what happened in the 1300s, especially with the conquering of the Moors and the Moors doing what they did in history until 1492. So in the 1300s, Europe was going through some stuff. Spain, Spain was going through some stuff, especially trying to get the get the Moors out or trying to live under the Moorish paradigm at that time. So yeah, uh, uh, the 13 became synonymous of something negative, but it's always really in ancient history. Before that, it was a number of power and dominance, but it's also a number of creativity and self-expression and structure. But that's why I tell people with this number 13, if you don't, according to tarot or according to compound numerology, if you don't use it correctly, it can wreak havoc because it's leading you down the the, the undisciplined road when in uh, the frequency of it can lead you down the undisciplined road if the person that's born under it or connected to it in any way and uh is 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 not living to its highest and wisest so for them to have buildings that skip past 13 I, i never understood that until i started studying the history of it and the history of people in religious uh, that built these buildings was more likely under either a Christian system or some type of religious system that also kept on promoting this fear of the number thirteen. You know, it's a fear because if you study the even the biblical science with Jesus and his disciples, Jesus was the portal for the twelve disciples, so he was the thirteenth one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to, that's why they had to come through him. To be their greatest, great. They had to mimic and study him to be their greatest, greatest, great. Their greatest, great, as the disciples. So he was that portal. Thirteen is that portal for man to be their greatest and consciousness and conscious. Yes, because it's also mental. Yes.
0: So and then I, something about the uh, the Templars, the
1: ah, the the the, the Knights of Templar.
0: There yes. was thirteen, wasn't there? Not. Say that again? There was 13 of them.
1: Yes, they the 13, and then they, they always kept a certain amount, 13 along history, yeah, because that 13, those those were those were the Christian rebels. Those were the ones that really came up against the Moors uh, to get that to, you know, they were very, I have books on the Templar also. As a matter of fact, I used to call myself in the reggae world, Simon Templar. That's what I called myself, but I didn't spell it with the A-R, I spelled it with the E-R to keep the temple there simon's temple but it's simon templar but templar i understood that because i bought i have books on the templars and the knights of templar and all that kind of stuff i've studied the history
0: (laughs) but then it get wasn't there a time in history i i can't remember what year it was but then if first it was for a good cause of why what they we're doing but then something changed and then it just got a little out of hand kind of thing.
1: Like like most powerful people, that's what happens. It gets, you know, power corrupts. It happens over the years, you know, because if you're fighting for uh, Catholicism and fighting for, you know, now it's, you're dealing with religion now when you're dealing with the Knights of them, those were the security men. Those were the, the assassins. Those were the killers. Those people were trained not only to know scripture, but they were able to use uh, different weaponry, like ninjas. You know, and the original ninjas they mimicked that type of style and those type of those type of workout and killing. Matter of fact, they were studying that type of um, battle combative uh, methods. From out of Hannibal Barker and all those great ones from you know those times and those 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 great fighters the the original um, magi's or the the magi's. As a matter of fact, I have a book on that too, which was written by uh, a, a martial artist named Infandishi. He talks about that, uh, and that's a great book for people to get. Called uh, is it here? I know I have it somewhere. It's uh, it's about the magi's, but it's a study of the magi's. I thought I had it because I'm packing up really, but yeah, but yeah wow. that. That history is intense, and it they got. Tell oh,
0: me about it. And I've I've seen documentaries, and I was just like, and then I go through like the wars, the history, and documentaries, so I could get an understanding of what it's like because I'm a visual person. Yes. So even reading the Bible, and then going back in time, and who who is actually reigning? I actually mm. have a book. I don't know what I did with it. Uh, it's here somewhere. Mm -hmm. where it's the history of the Kings Mm. and back then they were called Lords
1: right 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 that they
0: reigned like you could go like ninety five thousand years right you know and and then it goes into the BC times and Barambi the code of laws there's 283 Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking where did he get these laws from how do you know about taxes how do you know about agriculture and even wages back then you know and then cross-referencing. So with that, I was like, these people actually claim that God told them to murder and kill and rape and and whatnot. And I'm like, that's not the God that I know. Sorry, I'm not buying into this. <laughs>
1: Well, you're you you know it it's 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 you know history is so deep you know and um you know the the atrocities that's been done throughout history is is definitely coming back and being recalled and there's a lot of ancient people coming back to the earth you know to to finish off what they were supposed to finish off a lot of us uh a lot of us got uh was prematurely taken out of here and mm-hmm. we have to come back and i, I and you know if if the universe is just, and if the, if there's a the God or Creator that we believe in is just, then of course justice will be served, the proper way. You know, I remember uh, a great metaphysics teacher named Bobby Hemmet. Bobby Hemmet said, um, you know, maybe we're not supposed to do the same things we did tens of thousands of years ago, building pyramids and all that. Maybe the next journey is the spirit, the next the things that the Dogon spoke about. Because I've had dreams where My guides took me, was taking me through the universe and traveling, but I know I didn't want to come back. And I've said this before, I didn't want to come back. And I knew if I would have kept on going, I would not have came back to this body. But one of my spirit guides tapped me and said, your mission is not over yet. This is before I wrote my books and all that stuff. The mission is not over yet. And I came back to my body crying. So I know there is a travel that we got to go. And I know there's guides ready to take us there. Even if we don't know it verbally and we don't know it in, uh, we don't, but we know it intuitively because it's a part of our DNA. It's a part of our bloodline, where we're supposed to go beyond this. You know, so you know, whether, like you said earlier, the numerology, the astrology, the cardology, all these things are, are, are modalities to give us guidance here to help us to be at our wisest and highest level, my dear. And that's why it's so important that I tell people when you come to my session. Uh, or go to anybody's session, have an open mind. We're not here to take you away from your religion. We're here to make you better in your religion because religion only means realigning you back, taking you back, realigning, re-coming back. You have to go back to where? Go back to universal order of things. It's not just God, because we are all gods having a human experience. Thank you. <laughs> like Professor Smalls and many others say. <laughs> well,
0: you know what? I go by Dr. Wayne Dreyer.
1: I oh yeah. Him. Yes, I love. Yeah, He born May the 10th. Great guy. Great guy. I love you. Yeah. Yes.
0: And he goes, You can't, you you have a a choice either yes. to be the host of God or the hostage to your ego. It's mm. your call.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah, I love I love Wayne Dye. I, I I watched him a lot. I binge watched him and and listened to him. At before I go to sleep, I even got the um the Dow because of him. I got the Dow, you know, because I listened to him break down the Dow. Like I said, May tenth, former military person. You'd be surprised how these spiritual a lot of these spiritual guys were former military. Uh, 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 uh Mr. Rogers, former military with with kills under his belt. Yeah exactly
0: wow exactly. Well, because if my from ancient civilization times I, I the Anunnaki they hmm. were they came down and set up like a military base all yeah. around the you know but if you look back in those times it's you know like the USA wasn't where it is today it was somewhere else on the part of the earth that's what I All the continents is. were somewhat clustered together and then something happened. Right. And the they whole started separating. So, right. you know, it's in the DNA.
1: That's right. That's that's definitely Billy Carson's part right there. Yeah, that's his laid. I keep right, like I keep in my leg.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what it, it, it's fascinating. And then they talk about numbers.
1: Yes, of course. Of course. So
0: it's between, you know, the how the stars and everything, that's how the pyramids were planned, you know, because they waited until the Orion was forming in such a way at a certain time, a certain season. So even in in our like I was born on a certain year, but Mm -hmm. then from then every year that changes, like now I'm into 2021. Right. So 2021 ends with a five. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
0: And then the 9-11, that's 20, which is a two. So two and five is seven. Mm -hmm. So my understanding of seven is completion, but I know there's so much more to that.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, seven is definitely uh, in, in biblical terms, that was completion. Remember, because God rested on the seventh day. Seven is more of deeper spiritual insight. And introspection. So in your rest, you're supposed to be meditating and reflecting what's happened and what has happened within yourself. So completion is also the nine energy. So there's complete levels and just, they're just letting you know different levels to this completion stuff. But in, if you go into religious theology and then go into metaphysics, you'll find different forms of completion. Just like 666 adds up to 18, which is a nine, which represents completion. But when you look at that same scripture, it says it's the it's the number of man and beast. It doesn't just say it's a number of the beast. It's a number of man and the beast. So if man, if, think about God and dog, higher level, lower level we just got to recognize either you can be beast-like or you can be god-like it's totally what you want where you want to go with it
0: right <laughs> that, no. you know what? i like the, how you just put that in a, a whole new perspective i never would have thought of that i was like wait a minute hold up a second yeah
1: you know I, you know but casey i gotta get ready to go i do have yes. some other yeah, i do yeah but yeah please.
0: thank you for joining it was thank a you. pleasure and every all your links are in the description, so That's please description. go Perfect. check out his books.
1: Thank you. Thank, Simon. you. thank you
0: for serving and doing everything that you do. I love you.
1: It's been, I love you too. Love and respect to you too. Uh, and I uh, thank you for your, your your great journey, your great audience and everything. And um, uh, everybody remember, wake up with KC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, thank you.
0: Well, there you go. I hope this was helpful and definitely check out Simon's books. They're insightful. They're tools to help you along your way in your transformation. And like I said, you'll never know who I'm going to get on this show. So stay tuned for the next episode right here with Wake Up With KC. Do you agree that, you know, it's time that we all... Wake up and take responsibility even for our ancestors that did not know any better. I've been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs>